Welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. The whole crew is here today. Sean, Grace, Ryan, and Connor. And we're going to talk to you about how the conspiracy theorists on the right were correct all along. It seems like we were right on the Wuhan leak, and it seems like we were right on Dr. Fauci knowing everything before... Do going into the lockdowns, and we're going to talk about it today. But before we do, do us a favor like, share, comment on this video. Also, subscribe to the channel, hit the notifications bell. That way, you'll know anytime a new episode is up. And become a member of Freedom Wire, really easy to do. Click the link on the bottom right hand side of the screen. Give us your email. We'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you probably won't find anywhere else. So, Conservative. So, what's a conspiracy theorist who is right? What do you call that? A prophet? Well, we're not exactly right yet. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. it may well have been. But to, well, to on Fauci, we have the emails. The COVID thing is yes. still outstanding, but the Fauci emails are right there in black and white now. To paraphrase the Joker from the Dark Knight trilogy, we're not maniacs. We're just ahead of the curve. So... Uh, what we're what we're discussing, obviously, is all the new information obtained by BuzzFeed of all outlets. Like, when did BuzzFeed become a hard hitting journalist entity? Washington Never would have expected that. But, too. Yeah. Well, well, it looks. It seems like that's what has to happen now. In order, like, maybe maybe journalists, some journalists have rediscovered their integrity, and it's time to actually get to work and do their job yeah. of a journalist. So here's the funny this is what we need the Freedom of Information Act for. Yeah, the FOIA, it's funny. The, so I read the Washington Post, you know, their cover story about the Fauci emails, and they just buried the stuff that make him look bad, and they put all this stuff of, like, how amazing he is. If you read the article, you know what I mean? They, not to, but they have, like, 800 emails, but they don't they neglect to talk about the part where he knew that masks didn't work and lockdowns didn't work and that the, the virus might have been man-made. All these things that they they didn't talk about that in the Washington Post. They have the emails, but they didn't they didn't talk about it in the article. So maybe integrity is the right word. I would say. And and we'll we'll get into each of those points there as well. But like the, the fact that all this was exposed by BuzzFeed with the Freedom of Information Act, every uh, every subsequent news outlet, like Ryan said, wanted to bury it. CNN ran headlines saying, "Oh, the emails just show that Fauci was a beacon of truth to the Trump administration." And, you know, I'm sure BuzzFeed had the actual meat of the story buried behind six pages of ads with a headline like, Fauci's emails leaked. What happens next will shock you, uh, because that's how BuzzFeed tends to do things. But all it did was confirm what we've been saying the entire time. Fauci's a fraud. He's a politician in a lab coat. He's not some deity who knows everything. And now we have it in transcripts to prove it. Yeah, we... what. what Big, some of the biggest takeaways, uh, masks don't work. Uh, and he knew it. He knew that he knew as soon it. as the rest of us did. But he also li- he admitted before he lied about the masks, and he claimed because I didn't want everybody to go out and buy them at the same time. But he's so he's his yeah. But they don't work, and for the reason he's correct, why they don't work because the the it's such a small droplet, the the actual virus itself that's going to seep through all those holes. Yeah, and, and yeah, and the only thing it stops is like the large droplet. So. He, he knows the science, but he's lied to us about it the whole time. And Grace, you kind of covered the initial story for us. Uh, have we missed any points so far? Is that kind of the, the main well, ones? I wanted to say that I think the 
emails are public. It's not like um, BuzzFeed and Washington Post get to choose which emails get mm -hmm. out. Now everyone can access it. So yeah. you basically did everyone a big favor. Yeah. Um, so I think the yeah the biggest one that I saw was when I wrote about about the masks. Masks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I don't. He didn't really lie. He just flip flopped. So he <laughs> said the truth, then he lied. And well, he. Well, he's still lying. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just saying it's not like he just straight out. Well, lying. he knew, but he, he knew, knew the science. He, he knew the science. The science was masks don't work, yeah. mm -hmm. and he still impl uh, made that an issue for right. for the rest of our well for, for the but pandemic. But he also said it was inconclusive, and so did a lot of other scientists. Oh, it's inconclusive, but wear a mask. So yeah, that's logic. I don't think that the emails that came out were that big of a bombshell more than they were things that we already knew and talked about last year that were just swept under the rug by the media. Yeah, well, that's exactly why it's a, well, it's a story. I don't even think that's the biggest bombshell is the masks. No. To me, the biggest bombshell is he had an idea that this could have been man-made, and he didn't talk about that. Well, so a scientist emailed him and said that they... They see signs that it could be man-made, but they weren't sure exactly, and they said things can change, and they just were not exactly sure. So I think that saying that it's man-made, which is a, a point Connor's been making for a long time, is a big accusation. Right, but, so uh, but it's not, like he, it's not he that he didn't... For sure. Right, and I'm not saying that he knew for sure. But the way that they presented this, this uh, the virus, was that it was not man-made at all, that there was no doubt whatsoever that this was yes. I didn't see that one about there's no doubt that it was made. No, it wasn't no, but he, you know, that's how he that's how he presented yeah, yeah. it. He should have said in, in the beginning he should have said we don't know whether this is man made or um or or occurs naturally. Well the 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 email is essentially like Grace said it, it's only a bombshell in the fact that we now have black and white confirmation of what we were saying from the get-go. Uh, for, foremost among them is the fact that it confirms that everybody was aware that the Wuhan Virology Lab was doing gain-of-function research on this specific strain of coronavirus. Everybody knew that. That wasn't a secret. That wasn't something they tried to hide. But as soon as people found out about the lab, they were like, no, no, they weren't. Uh, a couple of the people involved, they were saying, we were never doing gain-of-function research. Emails proved that was a lie. Uh, when Fauci insisted that everybody wear a mask, it proves that he didn't know what he was talking about. Neither did anybody else at that point. So all it shows is that he is a perfectly fallible human being who made errors in a time of crisis. Nobody would blame him for that if he didn't then go on to create a cult around himself and then become the highest paid official in our government. So mm -hmm. th th this isn't this big thing that shatters everything unless you were one of the people worshipping Fauci. Yeah, I think one of the bigger bombshells is how many times the Wuhan lab leak was redacted from all the emails because they wouldn't talk about it, but it was a conspiracy theory the whole time, so why would they be talking about it in an email, right? So, well, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. And it's about America's involvement in that lab. That's also something that is being kind of hidden. This was this started with Obama. Fauci's personal involvement and with Fauci's that lab. personal involvement Like a, a vested financial interest in that lab. Uh, that's another thing that was confirmed. And that's where the story starts to get a little bit deeper because that's the kind of stuff we don't really know. The emails touched on it but didn't confirm it one way or the other. But it's starting to paint a picture of 
way more people were invested in protecting the reputation of this lab than we could have possibly imagined. And that's the reason why nobody wanted to talk about it, because they were going to lose out, have their reputations destroyed, and as well they should have, because they're running interference for the Chinese government to cover their own butts. Yeah, and we, so now we know Fauci was involved with the, with, with the lab, and, now, and then we also know that he sent his buddy to, look, to do some reconnaissance, and oh, there's nothing to see here. You know what doesn't get talked about enough is that I think it was in 2011, going back like 10 years, Fauci co-wrote, I don't know who he wrote, I can't remember who he co-wrote, an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, not a small publication, about about he advocating for that research that they were doing in the lab. Like, it's it was on the internet. You can go find it. It was like 10 years ago in the Wall Street Journal. Like, I can't believe nobody's talking about that. Like, he's like openly admitted. And then, I got to say, though, this is a side note, Rand Paul deserves, I mean, he beat the crap out of uh, Fauci and he's... He's absolutely right. Uh, he was proven right every time. It was all political theater. The Wuhan lab, all this stuff, you know, funding the Wuhan lab. And, you know, they, they made fun of him in the press for it. Like, he's like, oh, he was right. He absolutely had Fauci dead for the rights. And, and he knew it, but they wouldn't admit it. That's the doctor we should have been listening to this entire right. time. Yes. The but, you know, on, on top of all that stuff, there's also the recommendations from other previously respected scientists who have become less respected because they didn't, you know, toe the party line on this. But take, for example, the guy who sent Fauci a pretty lengthy email right when all this kicked off, talking about how, at this point, I see the best solution to this being isolate elderly people, get them the best medical attention, let everybody else go about their business, reach herd immunity, and then treat emergency cases, because you can't quarantine everybody. That doesn't make sense. To, this was a multi-paragraph email of very well thought out, very rational response to this. Literally the thing we've been saying from the get-go of isolate vulnerable populations, let the rest of us go about our business. Fauci responded with, thanks, I'll take a look at it, and then sent it on to one of his subordinates to have it just be disappeared. If only we had a governor that did that exact same thing, just protected the vulnerable and let everybody else live their lives. If only, if only we had a mainstream media that did their job and held these people accountable. That's but they the confirmed their bias. I mean, that's the thing. Isn't that beyond, let's be honest, why, why they love Fauci so much is because they love lockdowns. They love the tyrannical power plays. And they also love that they viewed him, they had to set him up as the foil to Trump. They had to view, you know, he had to be the rival of Trump somehow. And which, if another thing, though, that, I, that the email showed is that Trump never interfered with, he could say whatever he wanted, Fauci. Mm-hmm. The Trump administration never said what he could and could say. Even Fauci admitted that in emails. But you would know that in the press. You would make it seem, and Fauci himself almost made it sound like when Biden became president, I could finally speak out and be honest. Like, well, you said you could the whole time. The Trump administration never told you what he could and couldn't say. But when Mike Pence got put in charge of Operation Warp Speed, everybody wanted to say, he's only put there to, like, suppress the narratives from uh, all the doctors and everything. He's he's giving Fauci his talking points, and Fauci like can't actually bring us the real facts. None of that happened. Mm-hmm. They addressed that subject specifically. Mike Pence was not suppressing him. But, of yeah. course, they need to pretend like the entire Trump administration was tyrannical, and, you know, Fauci was the one hero trying to speak the truth. Because if they don't continue with that, then they have to admit they were wrong on all these other things. They might have to throw away their Fauci action figures. Yeah. If, if you bought the crochet Etsy doll, uh, or the, a Fauci doll off of Etsy, then you're going to have to get rid of it. 
Where you start beating it up right next your dog to your dog. Right next <laughs> as to the toy. Okay, immediate, immediate rebrand. Felch, Felchy voodoo dolls. Right next to the Robert Mueller uh, prayer candles. Yeah. Remember those? Like, there was all that weird... The, mur- oh, don't forget the Stacey Abrams prayer candles, too. That, the, that the was rightful cool. governor of Georgia, you mean. Mm. Yes. Right. The governor in exile. <laughs> but isn't that the... I mean, the th- that's why it's so frustrating, is because he knew all this stuff, and somehow he got this deity, this all-knowing power... You know, like everybody said we had to listen to Fauci. Well, if Fauci would have followed some of the science and the thing, recommendations he was getting from people that it sounds like colleagues of his, maybe, it sounds like some of them were people he knew, we would look how different the last year would have been. Here, here's my but, question. Yeah. Why do we listen to Fauci in the first place? That's what I was trying when, to get When is the last time that man worked in the field? Yeah, it's well, a great point. It's but he was, he was propped up by the Trump administration. <laughs> Because they, they, they just assumed whatever I guy. I agree, he should have been fired right. a long time ago. They assumed whatever guy was in that position must have been somebody who was qualified, so they might as well use the existing people. And then lo and behold, we have a guy who years. sucks. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, Fauci's been in that position for a long time. Why do we, yeah, you're right. Why do we give a what was all what a bureaucrat has to say? Wouldn't you want the opinion of somebody who's on the front line and, and, and in, you know, in it? Not somebody that's behind a desk, and you want somebody that's, you know, in the laboratory, out in the field doing stuff like that. That's who I wanted. That's who I wanted to talk to. But we were given people that are bureaucrats, Burks, uh, Fauci. Yeah, the, 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 these people aren't the practicing epidemiologists. Epidemiologists. I didn't want to jump yeah. in because I don't yeah. know how to say it very well. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm here, to correct all your vocabulary on the <laughs> So it's, you know, we put our, well, we, and by we, I mean America. Collectively. Like, not not yeah. the four of us in this not, room, yeah. but. Put our faith in somebody expecting him to know better. And what we, and again, what we found out through this whole pandemic is number one, nobody knows nothing. Mm-hmm. And number two, if a real pandemic hit or an alien invasion hit, we would be absolutely screwed. Well, we are, so, so this is actually a serious discussion. What I wanted to bring up is that, is for that reason, is because the, the, given human history and history on earth, there will be a worse one at some point. Yeah. And there absolutely will be. And then, who do we listen to? You know, like we can't trust, like, like I don't think we're prepared for that. Well, I, but. I would like to think that a person is smart, and which is why this whole thing didn't make logical sense. Logical, yeah, logical. And I think right. that was the that was the problem. Their their measures of safety were illogical to people who depend on logic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we, what do you mean quarantine? Quarantine with sick people? Like that doesn't make sense to us. Wait a second. Now you want us to get a vaccine, but the the recovery rate for most of the population is over 99%. At the lowest it goes, I think, is 93%. Yeah, for, the population is like 93, 94, which is a lot of people. Right? Which is a lot, you know, but, but still. still most people survive, right. But, but still, it goes against the logic. Well, the the the, the virus is smaller than... Uh, 0.3 macrons. Or like, like microns. Microns, yeah. yeah. It's, it's smaller than the oxygen. It's smaller than the oxygen... Or not the oxygen, but it was basically any mask is not going to stop it. No, and it gets in the side. Like it right. goes out the sides a lot of the times. So it's like no nothing nothing made sense here. And that's what I think was the problem. I would like to think that if we saw people dropping dead all around us, we would be like, 
holy crap. Stay away from me. Stay, like, we would actually be smart and and do the right thing, which I think we were still doing this time by going, this doesn't make sense. I didn't know a single person who even got the coronavirus until late fall last year. So it went several months before I even knew a person who had it, and I still don't know anyone who's died from it. Yeah. Like, it just don't, it's just not, I don't know, it's not that big of a deal. I know somebody who's died from it. I wouldn't go that far. It's a big deal. But it was, he didn't, he, the, the, who I knew who died from it had a lot of yeah. other problems which going they, on. Which they say. And then they're yeah. susceptible to regular Very food un- yeah. and other things like that. So that's that's what I'm saying, though. It's not that big of a deal when it has a 99.9% survival rate for the vast majority of healthy people, even up to age 65. And statistically, it doesn't seem like a big deal. And then, you, you, you know, you look at the death numbers and it's crazy high. And then you find out, okay, well... A bunch of these people died with COVID, not dying from COVID. Oh, and then, then the flu disappeared yeah. last year. Too. Yeah, there were there were no flu cases. There were no, nobody got sick with anything other than COVID. And then you get into the territory of the discussion about how the overwhelming majority of the people who died from it either suffered from an underlying condition or were largely obese. On average, they had two plus comorbidities. Mm-hmm. And the obesity thing just came out recently, but. It's like an unhealthy lifestyle with underlying health conditions was what put you at the most risk for this. And now they're trying to bribe people to go get the vaccines with donuts, free beer, and nachos. Like, this is a... Come get the vaccine. We'll give you more crap food. Uh, I think, uh, what, Budweiser is going to give their their biggest beer giveaway ever on July 4th if we get to 75% of the country vaccinated. 70, just 70%. Oh, well, okay. Can you give us something better than Bud Light? Yeah, no. like offer offer a good beer. No disrespect. And who are they going to give it to? How do you, how do, like, who's going to win the beer? Everyone. Everyone? It, it, they'll, they'll just give beer away if 70% of the country is reported as vaccinated. Well, they're not going to give beer away. They're going to get paid of course. by the government. Which means government-subsidized beer. Wow, we've gone from uh, prohibition to... Yeah. It's, it's like the new, the new iteration of government cheese. You know, it's, it's not particularly good, but it's free, and they're giving it out to help the business. I wonder if it's going to come in like a white can and just say beer on it. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure this is... Totally shot any chance of us ever getting sponsored by Budweiser, but I wouldn't want to be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. And how many states are giving away like hundreds of millions of dollars in yes. the vaccine lottery? California, mm-hmm. New York, Ohio was that one of them? But like again, if it was a deadly disease on, on a sk- epic proportion, you wouldn't need to get people beer, try to entice them with beer. They would probably if it, if it was a safe. You wouldn't vaccine, need to entice them with anything. Would, the, if it was a safe vaccine, entice them with safe staying take, alive. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of people. I don't want to completely dis because there was a lot of, and not just the, the death. I mean, there was a lot of people that were hospitalized, and people that worked in medical condition, you know, field had to deal with a lot of sick patients. So I think that it's got to be acknowledged too. But this, to set, shut down our society because of it, I think is a. I am. I've never agreed with that. Matter of fact, in fact, I wrote on March 18th while I was sick with the with the with the virus. I was saying these lockdowns are ridiculous. As like, and I got it pretty bad. I got it really, but it was early on. They didn't have another thing that gets overlooked is they as the time went on, there was better therapies to treat it. At the time, there they didn't know much about it, so I didn't. I was kind of on my own. I definitely had the pneumonia side of it, and I got it pretty bad, of course, but I'm in the age range where I recovered. But I just want to make the point that I wouldn't say it wasn't a big deal, because I think it is a big deal. But don't you dare mention words like 
hydroxychloroquine, remdesivir. ivermectin, or remdesivir. <laughs> don't don't, don't say a single one of those. A lot of doctors prescribed it. Matter of fact, remember that? Like, and it worked. Yeah. I don't know what it's... It got, we all know it's because Trump said it. And we, Trump made remdesivir free to everyone who needed it. Because he used it, and it worked. Look how yeah. quick he recovered. Now think about they this. They tested his DNA. They'd never seen DNA like it. It wasn't <laughs> DNA. It, it, it wasn't DNA. It was USA. <laughs> so think about this. This is, this is what is a scarier issue with all of this. The mainstream media went against Trump because he said it could have been the lab leak. And now, and they also went against hydroxychloroquine, remdesivir, all that stuff because Trump said it could work. It's pathetic. Just because one man did. Because that's he how much said they, it. I know. That's how much and they, they did him. not do. so much they hate him. That's how much they hate him. Yeah. It makes no sense. Just because and, and just because you hate somebody doesn't mean that they're wrong. Two things exactly and, 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 exactly. and, yeah. and right yeah. now it's but looking they hate him because he's wrong, according to them. Right, but they're wrong. And they don't they don't believe him when he's right because he's lied about so many other things that they can't believe him. And now, they're, they're they're covering for it, obviously. They say that that he's lied ten thousand times in the office. The number gets higher every well, time they mention it. They just gave up fact check. He didn't here's the thing. Trump I think I honestly believe Trump was the most honest president we've ever had. What Trump is has always been a promoter, and he's kind of yes. What he's what he's always been guilty of is exaggeration. Exaggeration. He kind of like makes things bigger and better. Hyperbole and and and, and hyperbole. Exactly. He never really lied. He just he just made things bigger or smaller than they actually were. He didn't lie. He told people the truth, and I and, and I think they want him to be a liar. That's what that's that was the image they gave him. They made they made him evil incarnate. They made him a liar, a racist, a bigot, which is none. He's none of these. Again, things. they lied about him too. He never said to take bleach. He never said that at all. It was, might have been a dumb question, <laughs> but it kind of was a dumb question. But he still didn't tell people to take it. Like they, you can go back and watch the tape. But didn't it turn out that he was right about the sun? He was saying the sun can kill the Oh, the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah you can you can, you can UV rays. Yeah. yeah, with UV rays. Yeah, and that's what he was saying. And he got yeah. he got beat up over that in the media, and then months later, it turns out to be right. Well, I said okay. so. Just from a pure political standpoint, because I've talked to you know, I actually I'm not like the New York Times. I actually talk to everyday Americans and, and people that aren't necessarily so politically involved. The one thing that Trump made a mistake on, and it's. Again, I don't. It's. I, I think he did it for the reasons. Is he did those press conferences and took too many questions from the dishonest media, and they made it. They got the sound bites they wanted. They got him sounding off against them, fighting back against them, saying some some stuff that might have been kind of stupid. But the the point is, like he he like he was such a transparent president. That's why he cracks me up. He literally, to a fault, sometimes I think talked to too many reporters. And then like, look at the Bob Woodward book for another example. He did hours talking about Woodward. Again, so the thing that was a stupid press conferences, and so that's what people think he wasn't doing a good job in COVID. Even though he got everything that the the governors needed, we got the Operation Warp Speed. Like I can't think of anything like on the ground that he did wrong. 
It's just that people have this perception because they've seen him in the press conferences and stuff like that. Because you remember at the time, you can't, people were watching those. Like, everybody was watching those daily. Like yeah. Everybody. I would go, I remember going to get pizza and stuff. They had, like, the whole, all the workers were watching those daily. It's like, so people had that perception that he wasn't, have, even though he was doing a good job on the ground, it's just they, they see the press. And, again, that's why you, he, you can never take too many questions from the dishonest media like that. But when you're completely shut down and you're unprecedented lockdowns, he has to come out every single day and say something. No, yes, mm-hmm. no, I agree, but he didn't need to do hour and a half, two hour press conferences. He was taking all these questions, like way too many, I think. Like if he would have, and later on they figured that out, because he did, he would come out and just say a few things, maybe take a question, and they, like, if they would have done that from the beginning, I think he might have been, you know, better served. But That's like, just me, because I think it, I think I've heard that from other people that, like, I just kind of, that are not super political, but they're like, I just, like, I told him, I would actually tell him, like, this is what he actually did, and go, oh, but it didn't seem like it. Oh. They they got a full year's worth of sound bites out of it, and they. And it cost, yeah, I, I believe it cost them most presidency. likely. They pulled out all the they pulled out all the stops to make sure that it never looked like they were wrong. Like the the media was correct one hundred percent of the time. I was just uh, talking about this with Ryan earlier today. Uh, there was I believe the Washington Post. Somebody just spotted them doing this. They ran an article about a year ago that was about uh, Tom Cotton who was saying the Wuhan lab is where the virus came from. It leaked from there. We got to look into it. They ran it under the headline. He's pushing an already debunked conspiracy theory. Yesterday, day before, they now changed that headline to say he was pushing a scientifically disputed idea because they are changing it now that the Wuhan lab leak is something that is more acceptable to talk about. George Orwell. They are going yeah. back and rewriting it Literally. because whoever controls the past controls the future. We all know that. Anyone who ever read 1984 gets it. It's straight out of that book. That is, yeah. And that, that, that's the other part of the yeah. Fauci emails that are so important because in addition to all these things like, oh, he, he knew masks didn't work. There were people talking about the lab leak theory early on. It was his emails back and forth with big tech CEOs that were concerning. Because he had a frequent correspondence with Mark Zuckerberg. I think he also chatted with uh, Jack Dorsey from Twitter for a while. Uh, They all wanted to know, what are your recommendations about COVID-related misinformation? And they were going back and forth on this whole thing. What was interesting about that one to me, though, is that it was was at the very beginning. I think it was on the first day of lockdown, so March 15th. Zuckerberg was emailing Fauci and asking him, hey, can we get a video of you because we want to put it at the top of the Facebook page and we're going to put a bar there that has all the latest coronavirus information, uh, information hub center, I think he called it. And from the email that I read, it seemed like they may have actually had good intentions at first to get people information during that time. Um, But then what it morphed into later with all the censorship and insanity that happened across all the big tech platforms was what we didn't expect to happen. But the initial email, I didn't think was that bad. Well, it's the fact that it went on in the first place because the big tech companies wanted to get out there and pretend, oh, you know, we have just started fact-checking everything independently. But what the emails show is that this was a coordinated effort. They were plugged into the inner circles of this thing, talking to the people at the, basically the forefront of the fight against coronavirus, asking them for talking points and asking them... This was before we even thought he was bad, though. Yeah. We had just been introduced to Fauci, and he was the leadership the Mm -hmm. White House was telling us to listen to. So I don't blame them for that on March 15th. But later... (laughs) Yeah. It makes you wonder, though, where it started. Was it... 
social media making the talking points for Fauci or Fauci making the talking points for social media? Because you really can't tell where it started, but we know where it ended. And right now, you can make a Facebook post uh, hypothesizing about the Wuhan lab leak. You can do that all you want, as long as it doesn't violate community guidelines. But if you try to share that post on Twitter, it will be taken down immediately, because they still will not allow uh, lab leak theories on Twitter. Facebook will flag it. Yeah, so, Facebook yeah. will flag it, but they... Google will take your entire account. Yeah. But isn't that what is so frustrating is that they they never wanted to hear, like, another side of the science, you know, the science. They, they just said, you take our word for it. That's what's always made me so mad about the mass, is they still haven't cited one study that was, like, multiple studies. It can't just be one study. It should be multiple studies that prove definitively that mass works. Mm -hmm. I've, I can show you multiple ones that show they don't work, but you couldn't put that on social media probably. They wouldn't do that. Remember all those doctors that came out and said, like, and look at Scott, look what they did to poor Scott Atlas, who was literally following the data. Like, he was just looking at the data, like DeSantis did here, and, and saying, this is this doesn't make sense. Oh, they excoriated him. He's not an actual doctor or whatever. Oh, then was the last time Fauci did anything, like you were saying earlier. Like, this is the thing that's so frustrating, is that they based this off of, like, they never gave us actual proof that their policies were work would work. Look what they did to that doctor from Texas. I think that was one that was part of the, wasn't she part of the yeah. white coat game? Yeah. It's called the coat game. The, the, yeah, the white coat, yeah, yeah, the yeah. white coat mafia or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, she was... Simone Gold? Was that her name? I don't remember. No, no, no. Um, she was from, she was from Nigeria, yes. I think we wrote an article about yeah. her way back early last year. But they, what, what did they do? Instead of saying, well, let's let's take a good hard look at how she's treating these people, instead of following, looking at the science, they attacked her religion. Yeah. They attacked her for, like, believing that demons were responsible for illness, you know, because she was a pastor in a church and they talked about that. But, you know, taken out of context, yeah, that, that seems weird, but she was treating these people with actual medication and having success. Mm -hmm. and, and and same with that doctor out of New York that was treating um, treating people in, in, in upstate New York. Um, not upstate, upstate, not too far upstate, but he was, uh, I can't remember his name either, but he was using the cocktail of zinc, uh, hydro hydrochloroquine. Hydro hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine and... Um, Z-Pack. He was using that, and, and he had 100%. He's, he didn't lose yeah. one patient. Isn't that amazing? Because that's what I was saying. And then, and yeah. then, but they didn't want... The, why, so Wouldn't we want that to be Wouldn't we want that to right. be true? And, and, yeah. and if, if that is true, shouldn't we take a look at this? That's the fault with like Western medicine, that they just want to pump you up with their pharmaceutical drugs. They don't want to look at natural or better remedies that will just solve your problem. They want to put you on something. They don't. They don't care about side effects because they can just sell you another drug to stop the side effects, and and that's how that's how it goes. Like I'm I'm no big pharma conspiracy theorist, but I don't know, big pharma. They suck. This I, is what they do. <laughs> I use bro science this entire time by taking that shot of tonic water every night. I was around people very close quarters that actually had COVID. You know. And I didn't get it. I mean, I prefer to heal myself with crystals, but to each their but, own, I but, guess. You know, it, it, maybe there is something. So, so for those that don't know, uh, chlor, uh, 
chlorine, 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 chlorine. Sean's not a doctor. Yeah, in case you haven't picked up. But if you look, if you look on tonic water, it says contains uh, chloroquine, which is the the basics basis of hydroxychloroquine. So. It says it on the on the bottle, and actually there was, I think we talked about it, there was an episode of House where a guy was drinking ton, a lot of tonic water, too much tonic water, and he got sick, and it was because of the, the quinine, that's what it is, quinine, quinine in the in the tonic water. Quinine is the is one of the bases of hydroxychloroquine. So I've been taking a shot of, of tonic water every night just to see, just to see. It's not like I was like, oh... I'm just gonna save myself, but it was it was. But, yeah. Side effect: it did make all your hair fall out. Yes. But you know. But you know, here's the thing: people don't want. And, and we had hard data. We had the um, we had the uh, country of Uganda, who hands out um, what's the what's the is it hydroxychloroquine to its people because of of uh, malaria malaria. They had some of the lowest cases of, and still to this day, Uganda has some of the lowest cases of COVID and death due to this. Now, what what's the one thing that what's the one thing different from them than all the countries around them? They give out hydroxychloroquine to their to their people. Well, and that's another to thing. To fight they made, malaria. And that's another thing they made fun of Trump of because he uh, prophylactic is it what that, was that how you say the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that he said that oh like that couldn't be. But you know you see instances like that. But I think that was another issue. And Trump when he got COVID, I think he they again they ripped him because anything he does. Like he made a good point. It's like there's things that we everybody just focuses on. You get sick and then, and then we we just need a vaccine. But there's other ways to treat it if you get it, and that was Trump's point. When after he got it, he's like, "Take, you know, take this. You know, I tried a couple of this experiments, drugs, and like it worked. Like we should try this." And everything like, just, oh my god, can you believe that what he's saying? Because he makes a good point. Like if you get sick a lot of times, they're going to give you something to treat it with. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and you know, coronavirus is no ex- different. I think they wanted lockdowns to continue. They didn't want to have a give a cure to people, or essentially a cure. Um, well, Trump got in trouble for saying too. Here's my question: Aren't we? Aren't there words we're not supposed to say on YouTube? On YouTube? Oh, yeah, we're not supposed to like talk about any of this. But right here we are. So. But uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's my question. Is channel's already fully hey, demonetized. Fact check something we said. The list is so long. Did you guys hear that YouTube? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm sure we violated it in multiple ways, but. You know, we can if if we want to protect ourselves, we could transition over to talking about election fraud well, if that makes everyone side. more comfortable. No, no, no. The election fraud is 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 a no go. Also, I know. He's being sarcastic. Yeah, oh, okay. obviously. <laughs> uh, I miss your sarcasm, sir. We talk about a lot of things that YouTube doesn't want us to talk about, which is why you should listen to us over on Spotify because uh, they don't censor our stuff yet. So, well, we, apparently, we have harmful content. I mean, they censor Trump, so mm. there's that. I mean, that's true. So you never know. Censorship everywhere. Assuming you're seeing this video, hope you enjoy it, you know, because otherwise, why are we doing this? And I, this is, we really just, our, I think our focus is just to give another side of the facts to the American people, the facts that nobody really talks about. And not that we are journalists ourselves, but we do pay attention. We are, we are like the fifth estate. Right. If, if if the mainstream media is supposed to be the fourth estate, we have to become the fifth estate. I mean, we are we are those who watch the Watchmen at yes. this point. Uh, 
they, they are very clearly failing at their job. Journalists are dying in this country, or journalism, not actual journalists, don't buy into their victim crap. No one's actually killing journalists. Unless your name um, is Andy No. Yeah, unless you're Andy No, in which case yeah. you are in very real Another risk for your life. But, you know, we're not journalists. We've never really claimed to be journalists. We cover the news, we I'm give yeah, we give <laughs> we give the conservative viewpoint on things, but yeah. yeah, we're commentators. That's what we do. But at least we're honest about it, because CNN is just a bunch of commentators too, but they want to claim to be impartial. That's what sets us apart. And well, we're definitely biased. We're definitely biased. But we don't we don't tell mistruths either. We don't we don't lie. We everything that we that we talk about is based in fact. And we also try to be largely consistent. You know, you can go back and look at any of our COVID-related episodes, and we are mostly saying the same thing. Sometimes opinions change as facts do, but we aren't trying to hide things we've accidentally said incorrectly in the past. They're all up there. We don't go retroactively change our articles without letting you know about it. And that's what makes the difference. And... uh you know, also, the fact that this isn't a pride flag right now, but still the old red, white, and blue yeah, lets you know yeah. that we're not mainstream. It's Christian month. June is Christian month, not pride month, guys. Wow. Well. Really? Mm-hmm. We can be Christians year-round. We just need a month. Can you have pride year-round? I don't want to say Christian pride, because now pride is ruined. Yes. So I'm just going to say Christian month. Plus, <laughs> pride is a sin. So. Oh, that's also true. That's also true. Yeah. But, Christian gratefulness. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's the difference between us and the mainstream media. And assuming you actually get to hear this video and they don't pull it, demonetize us, threaten our jobs, our lives, uh, hopefully you I agree. Because really that's what, what we encourage everybody to, to have their own opinions on. I don't care. If you guys, if Do, you, if you, it's always a good indication of how you know you want an argument if, or if you're just even just tell me if they want to shut you down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. So if hey, if you, you just validate our points, thank you. YouTube. Yeah. and Google. that's the point. Everybody watching at home right now, uh, do your own research, look into things. Like I said, we're not journalists, we're not medical experts. We share the facts as we see them. So Even with Joe Rogan. Yeah, I mean, I edit everybody, everybody's articles in this room. I know we're not all geniuses By the way, here. If, if, if you are going to look things up, don't use Google. DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo is going to be the place to go. It'll get less biased information that way. Um, and and I, I I tend to use it for everything now, just because it's like you know I can trust it more than I can trust Google. They don't track you. I don't. Yeah, I just that Joe Rogan thing really still cracks me up because he was literally this. He's he was looking at the data and he's like, if somebody asked me, I'd say, yeah, you don't have to think that. And then they all lost their mind over it. Like he's looking at the science. Like he's just being common sense. But you can't do that. Well, that's what I remember. What I said back in the beginning, it's all about logic, and that's why there's such a disconnect between us and the left. There we are logically speaking, this does not make sense with the information that we have, and yet they want to make it into you know, like like everybody's got Ebola. And to, to wrap it up in a nice little bow, Fauci's emails prove that they knew that all along too. They knew that it doesn't make any logical sense. They very clearly saw the contradictions. Fauci obviously knew what he was doing from the get go, but he went with it anyway. And now he is the highest paid official in our government. Will he keep that job? Hope not, but 
I very much doubt that he's going anywhere. Before I, do, I was going to say, I agree with what Grace said, though. I think at the end of the day, Fauci is just, he's like a symbol that they use because they really love the power. It gave them everything they've ever wanted they got, the, the far left in this. And they just look at how much Biden's spending since he's been in office, trillions of dollars because of COVID, or, you know, pandemic relief. Now, they got people beholden to the government now for unemployment. All these stuff that they got them on the dole, they increased their power, and then Fauci just gave them justification for their for what they really wanted. So I think that's why it's a bit, why we're talking about Fauci, why I think this is a big story, is because we are exposing him as a fraud. Therefore, we're exposing the rest of these people as frauds. Hashtag Fauci. Yeah. Fauci is the Pope of the Branch Covidian religion, and just like every other real-world pope, he's very fallible and very corrupt. And I don't know about you, because, like, I, I'm sure I'm not speaking, I'm, you know, probably other people agree with me, like, when there actually is a worse pandemic, I'm not going to believe the experts right away. They might be right, but I'm not going to trust them right away. I'm going to be very skeptical of the experts, especially if they're government bureaucrats. I, I couldn't... <laughs> People I trust, uh, trust least on earth are, are definitely at the bo uh, bottom list or, uh, or top of the list are government bureaucrats. They, they've cried wolf too many times. Nobody's going to believe them. Just, just imagine if Russia released a biological weapon against us. Nobody would believe that. The crying Russia and crying pandemic. But that's a, that's a topic for another day, I think. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you liked what you heard. Even more importantly, hopefully you agreed with what you heard. If you did, do all that stuff we asked you to in the beginning. Like, share, comment, subscribe to both the podcast and Freedom Wire. Uh, do all that stuff. It'll help us fight the liptocracy, which is our seems to be our second function behind the fifth, being the fifth estate. Uh, or maybe it's the first, and then fifth estate is the second. I don't know. Either way. Thank you guys for watching. Anybody have anything they want to part with? Yeah, I will throw in my usual reminder. Make sure to check links in the description below for articles, other podcasts, videos, news releases, all sorts of fun stuff we talked about, a couple fancy little things we didn't get to. Also, don't forget, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on pretty much everywhere you get your podcasts right now. We are expanding by the day, trying to get more episodes published. And uh, if you head on over there, subscribe to us, download the Freedom Wire podcast. You can take us with you on the go, listen to the audio version, and help us escape YouTube because they don't want you to hear this. Anybody else? Good? Good? All right. We're all good. We're all good. All right, guys, again, thank you for, for watching, listening, all that good stuff. We'll see you next time. Stay free, America. God bless.